episode three. You've been watching. After that last one, he agreed to come back for one more episode <laughs> with me. Uh, Eric Dorsch, Brian Morton. No. And uh, Brian, we, we talked music last week. Had a great time doing it. A lot of, a lot of different uh, bands and genres. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go back into the wheelhouse we know. First episode, Batman, comic book, that kind of thing. We're going to go to the other side of the aisle. We're going to talk Marvel, everything that's coming out, what we're looking forward to, and kind of take a little stroll down memory lane of the, those things we've seen over the last 15 years. Has it been that, that long? I, I think Iron Man came out in like 2008, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, May of 2008, so Ooh, pretty man. close to 15 years. Uh, and it, it, But it's a thing of, I, I could still remember going to see that movie in theaters and going, ooh, this is good. I like this. Oh, what, yeah. What's going to happen next? And we've been on our toes for the last almost 15 years about it. So uh, first thing we got to talk about because it's the next thing we're going to get, a big thing we're going to get, is the Doctor Strange uh, into the multiverse. In the multiverse of madness. In the multiverse of madness. And I'm excited to see this because we we talked about it. uh, I believe we've both seen it. Uh, They did the what if. uh, Yeah. Cartoon thing. But in there, there was a Doctor Strange one and where it's what if instead of Losing, you know, the use of his hands, he lost something he cared about even more. They right. they, they filed it as his heart. He lost uh, Christine, love interest in the movie, and he spent the next, you know, eternity right. trying to find a way to change that one thing, knowing full well he couldn't, and in doing so, amassed endless amounts of power and all that, and it kind of corrupted and changed him. Mm-hmm. That almost kind of seems like what they're heading towards a little bit in this movie. They're going to probably seems like it'll be referenced. It's going to be referenced. They're going to they're going to take it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. But uh, as someone who knows the, you know, the stories and the literature of it far more better than I do, uh, what is it about this movie that's kind of got you excited? Well, the first thing is it's Sam Raimi. I just think Sam Raimi can do no wrong. Back to Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen Dark Man? I have. So you know that he can do a superhero movie. And I think you add that in with the Doctor Strange. If you've ever read a Doctor Strange comic book, it's all very weird. Mm-hmm. It's all very weird. And sometimes it's so weird it's hard to read because he's always traveling between dimensions and his astral form is always out of his body. The guy's hardly ever in his body in a comic book. He's always out <laughs> in his astral form doing some stuff. Yeah. But I, I think it gives them the ability to bring in a lot of his villains. Uh, Doctor Strange's villains were all like one of his one of his villains is Nightmare, who attacks you in your nightmares. But he has there's a whole dimension that's the nightmare dimension. So Freddy Krueger, kind of, but probably thirty years before Freddy Krueger was a real thing, maybe okay. twenty. <laughs> and so that's an interesting way they could bring him in. That Dormammu from the first movie. Yep. He's way more interesting than you got the impression. I think that gives them the ability to bring all these weird very esoteric characters by making it a multiverse and now he can travel between these dimensions. But I think Sam Raimi in it brings a level of humor that wasn't there in the first movie. In the first movie, I really liked. It was the best origin story they've done since the first Iron Man. But I think Sam Raimi now will do for Doctor Strange what, and I'm not going to say his name right, Takiti Watiki. Did for Thor. Oh, Taika Waititi. There you go. I you even had say. to translate what you were trying I, to say. I, I don't know. I know I, it's I TW. think he's a genius. I think he's a and, genius. But I think Raimi could do for Doctor Strange what he did for Thor in that last Thor movie, which is give it a little personality, give yeah. it a little humor, 
you know. Oh, oh, Raimi's nothing to sneeze at either. I mean, you mentioned some of his things. Let's not forget, he also kind of ushered all this in. He was he did Spider-Man. He did the first like, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie, and that one was not too terrible. No. So it, 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 he has at least an, uh, a basic knowledge. And yeah. a lot of people, what, what I think is very, very funny, a lot of people think he's perfect to tap it because in the second Spider-Man movie... Which was twenty years before oh, all yeah, this. Doctor Strange. They mentioned, mentioned Doctor yeah. Strange, so they he he kind of and everybody's like, oh, did Sam Raimi do? Yeah, Sam Raimi twenty years before he knew this was ever going to happen threw Doctor Strange <laughs> into one of his movies on the hopes that they'd go, he should do Doctor Strange at some point. And he's from Detroit, yeah. so you got that too. Um, but the question about it because I've seen the trailer and it, it looks amazing and it looks great, but over the last twenty years has or. At this point, has Marvel kind of trend themselves up? Because I think they have to the point where it's got to be so over the top yeah. huge that anything else, anything less than that. Because you look back at Iron Man. Iron Man was a great movie, but Iron Man was actually a very simple, basic, right. three part movie. Finds the problem, solves the problem, beats the bad guy. Yep. It, it was there, there was nothing huge about it, and over t- in those first couple movies. Were great for that. They lay they laid a great layer of you know base layer, and then they've since then they've just trended up to the point now where it's almost like the Tom Cruise movies where he's allegedly going to film one in space. Pretty soon we're going to yeah. need a real Marvel movie in space, or it's just not going to be good enough. Yeah, I think I think you get the danger of making it too big in ex, in uh, at the expense of the story. If you're not telling me a good story, I don't I don't care what else is going on. The first <laughs> Thor. Was interesting because I knew Thor and I wanted to see what this story and it was very um, Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. Second Thor, I think I fell asleep in the middle of it yeah. because it was like this is horrifically dull. I don't care about the villain. I don't care about what's going on, and so the story was terrible. But we had them destroying London, and here comes this all these elves. It's like that bigger doesn't mean better to me all well, the time. Put it this way. My wife loves Chris Hemsworth more than she loves me. <laughs> she doesn't even watch. If that movie's on, she'll even skip it. Yeah. <laughs> she'll even skip yeah. that one. So, and then, and then you get the third one. You get Thor Ragnarok, which was just, it was so amazing when it came the out. The best well, of the three. It, it was the best of three. And for, you know, in, in a lot of debate, could be the, one of the best Marvel movies of yes. all time. It's it's phenomenal in what they did and how they did it. But also they did something in it that the RDJ movies and the Avenger movies had already done. They added a little bit of humor and levity to it. The second Thor movie was dark and it was very like yes. uh, a tough world and it's like that's great, but you want to keep these movies a little bit light. It's you know, a comic kid, book. kids are going to see yes. this. Like let's have some fun with it. So and I, but I agree. The second Thor movie, you lost me a little bit. And that's one thing that the Captain America movies did across the board. They kept it light. They kept it fun. Yeah. And they, and they still told good stories with it. They found ways to tie in. You know. Yeah. And if you go to the comic books, they're good stories. They're, yeah. You've got people who are telling stories over 12, 24 issues. <laughs> so they're long stories. Yeah. And, but they're good stories. If, and if they're not a good story, then the comic book gets canceled and you never see it again. That's why you've heard of most of these people because. They have the longevity because the stories are good. Yeah. You know, Iron Man's struggle with alcoholism was a big deal in the comic books because nobody had ever seen that. And, like, and you're telling kids about alcoholism. Yeah. You know, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, we're going to, I want to skip one. The next thing coming out after that will be Thor Love and Thunder, which Natalie Portman's back. It's going to be great. We're going to get the, that. A girl Thor. A girl Thor. Yay. We're going to get, but. I, we'll talk about that one uh, when it comes out, but I want to skip one because the next one after that coming out November 11th of this year is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah. You have told me many times Black Panther just wasn't, you know, your favorite. No. 
It wasn't a bad movie, but it just wasn't something that... You Black know, Panther's a secondary character. And Him being the primary didn't... And then the villain sort of tanked for me. It wasn't yeah. the villain I was interested in seeing. I liked the... Um, uh, I can't think of the name, the sound. The The original villain was the uh, the white guy who was sort of trying to steal vibranium. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to blank on it now, yeah. too. Yeah. But in the comic books, he becomes then, he becomes an embodiment of sound. Like his hand, he loses his hand, his hand becomes a speaker, and then he becomes an embodiment of sound. And it was like, that's what I was hoping for to see a supervillain. Instead, we've got another tribe from Wakanda, and they turned into a thing. And it's like, I get it. I know why they did it. It wasn't a terrible, terrible story, but it it wasn't the origin story I would have liked to have seen. And I know they covered a lot of that in Civil War, you know, where you saw how he became. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't like this is a god awful movie, like the second Thor was Dark World. That was god awful. But it just wasn't something that grabbed me. And sometimes those movies, if they don't grab me, it's like, yeah, now I'm sort of out. And it's not one I'll rewatch. Yeah. Ulysses Claw. That was yeah, Claw. And it, he becomes just called Claw. Yeah, he does. In the comic Well, because of the hand and all. And I get that. Um, But see, now you just said Black Panther is a secondary character. Right. He's like Hulk. And, and that's fine. But now you have a movie about a secondary character where... The, the main character, Chadwick Boseman, passed away. So now they yeah. got to find a way to tell the story. And it's like, I, I don't know how you do that because... Well, for, his dad was Black Panther before him. But he has no child. So no. It's, his, it's his... Then it would be the next in line to the throne. Well, the big, the big so thing is... next in line to the throne? They would also become the Black Panther. Well, the, the, and that's the thing is they've announced that it will be... Um, this is just the worst time to do this because the, the names are going out. It's not his sister, though. It's not his sister. It's... Oh... I hate when names uh, Mbaku, because Mbaku was the last person to challenge him for the throne and lost. His sister didn't challenge him, so it'll be Mbaku who takes over the mantle of Black Panther. Okay. So the guy he fought on the the guy he river fought thing. when okay. they yeah. So Mbaku. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it's, any of the characters. No, name, no, I know. That's what's one of those. It's like I, I like I know Black Panther, and to me, Black Panther is a secondary character, and it's like that's great. I was never a big fan of the Black that's, Panther. So, so no, note to self. Do Black Panther characters when trying to stump you? Got it. <laughs> That's all I needed out of that. Uh, no, and and I I, I liked the movie because it was something we hadn't seen. It was a it was a cool world, Wakanda, and the the, the premise of this yeah. this well advanced world lives in the middle of nowhere. Destitute. And it needed to be done to build their world out fully yeah. because Wakanda plays a big part in the Marvel universe. Was it's absolutely I, I enjoyed the story, but I agree. Like if you're if you're going to start stacking up the the characters we could tell stories about. Yeah. Black Panther's a great story, but there are people in front of him that I think you're, you're going to be like, oh, I, I, I want to see a movie about that guy. I don't even know if he's that great a story. I think he's a secondary character. He's a, he's a good character, but he's like Hulk. If you don't have the... Hulk stories are usually big sci-fi stories. Mm -hmm. So that's why The Incredible Hulk, no, no, no. It's a terrible movie, and I'm one of the biggest Hulk fans on the planet but that movie is just horrific when it's just um what's the dude's name the the guy would play bruce banner in the hulk uh, uh mark ruffalo no 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 the first one. Oh, eric banner no 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 in between them oh uh seriously pick more <laughs> names that i can't remember edward norton edward norton 
when it was Edward Norton, it was like, this is terrifically dull. And I don't care about Edward Norton. I like Mark Ruffalo better as Banner because he has some humor. He pokes fun at himself. But that first movie with Norton, it's just, if the Hulk's not on screen, I didn't care about anything else that was going on. It was like Superman Returns. When Superman's doing Superman stuff, it's an amazing movie. The rest of the time, I'll be back when Superman Returns. Thank you. Now, see, the only reason, and we'll dip into DC for two seconds here. The only reason I disagree with that in the Superman Returns is because I, you know, obviously growing up, I, you know, as same as you, it was uh, Christopher Reeve's Superman. To me, uh, Brandon Routh did the perfect job of making it feel like we were seeing the same Clark Kent 30 years later. So I I enjoyed that. Was terrible. Story was terrible, but <laughs> I, if you unless he was Superman doing Superman stuff, if it's the plane spiraling in from the shuttle launch, yeah. I will sit through that. If they ran it on a loop, it, I would sit through that forever because that's yeah. the best Superman thing ever done on film. And so, it was amazing. great, but for me, it was also phenomenal because you could close your eyes and when he was Clark and hear him talking, yeah. it's like, wow, that could be Christopher Reeves. You yes. don't know. So I, yeah, I, I, I and, and Hulk is dull. I mean, the first Hulk movie with Eric Bana, by the way, great radio when it, and it's no, the other guy, no, yeah. the other guy, yeah. the other guy, um, <laughs> that first one names I'm old. Yeah. I don't forget. I forget things. That first one to me was, that was my Hulk growing up. And I thought oh. it was awful because yeah. it looked like it literally looked like, and it was a computer generated image. He was glowing green. He wasn't just green. And he the was story was God awful. And then suddenly his dad's back. So his dad's there. And I know and they've done dad's this got in the powers comic. and all they've that. They've done is. that in the comic books too. And it's yeah. like, yeah, this is, it becomes very esoteric and, and horrible. And then there, there suddenly it's Nick Nolte. It's like, where the hell did Nick Nolte come from? We got a star all of a sudden in the movie. And it's like, no, no, this is God. Yeah. God awful. Okay, and so, so was the one with Norton. It's yeah. terrible. But what's insane is Norton was supposed to be an intro into it. And Norton yeah. was, that, that was supposed to, and then, oh, it's a surprise, surprise. Edward Norton doesn't want to do this. And it's like, oh, great. Well, let's find someone else then. Really one of their <laughs> only recasts they had to do. Because, I mean, a lot of people forget Robert Downey Jr. was in that movie in a post-credit scene. Yeah. And it's like they had to recast. It's it's one of the only little, I guess you could call it, blunders. Him and uh, Terrence. Um, uh, yeah, Terrence Howard. Howard. Terrence Howard, which yeah. Do, I, I even forget Terrence Howard was in those movies. Don Cheadle's been doing it for so right. long. Uh, the thing I'm going to So we'll skip She-Hulk then because that's clearly something that Brian's. I'm, I'm interested in She-Hulk just to see how it ties in. Mm-hmm. She-Hulk's an okay character, but I, I'm interested to see how, we, how we're going to tie it in with Mark Ruffalo because apparently he's going to make some sort of appearance in it. Um, apparently Jessica Jones is supposed to make an appearance in this movie. And it's interesting from her origin story is kind of interesting to me that she, her, and I don't know if you know the She-Hulk origin story, she gets a blood transfusion from her cousin, Bruce Banner, yeah, and that's how she becomes irradiated. Ah. But she never becomes a mindless monster. She's still herself. Yeah. She's just big and green and strong. So it's like, yeah. Uh, that interests me, and, and just I, to see what they do with it. I mean, that was one scene I still remember from that Edward, Ed Norton one is when he cuts his finger in the mill or in the in the warehouse, and he's racing to find yeah. the bottle that has his blood in it because he realizes. And then it. Stan Lee gets it. And Stan Lee gets it. Yep. <laughs> and so let's be honest. We all wanted a Stan Lee Hulk. That's what we really. That's what for. I like about these movies is that they can take a character, Black Widow. I have no interest in Black Widow. She's a secondary character. That movie. Mm-hmm. was an amazing movie. It was. It's like, wait a minute, this is a great movie. Suddenly I like this character a little more than I did a minute ago, and I would read a book with her in it. If you grab me with a She-Hulk, okay, She-Hulk's a huge part of the Marvel Universe. She's an Avenger. She's been a fan- in the Fantastic Four. She's been everywhere. 
So it's like, okay, if you do something good with this, I'll see what you do. But you got to catch me. You yeah. got to interest me. And you got to tell me a good story. Black Widow was definitely one of those ones where when I heard they were making a movie, I was like, really? Like that? Okay. Because for me, it was it was almost the mystery of like everything that had happened before the yeah. first time you see her in Iron Man two. It didn't mean it was to me. You were left to use your imagination, uh, and it was cool for that. But then they show you a little bit, and it's like, okay, I get kind of why she is the way she is. I mean. If anyone else had to endure this, they'd be pretty cold and calculated, too. But she's like Black Panther. I expected to be, okay, it's a secondary character. We're just giving her this because it's, uh, I don't know the actress's name. I forget Scarlett it. Scarlett Johansson. And yeah. it's like, okay, Scarlett Johansson, we got her. Make a movie with her. She she puts butts in seats. It'll be great. I didn't, I expected to like it as much as I like Black Panther and was really surprised. Like, no, this is a really good story with really good characters. I was I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, like we, we were talking before the show to kind of, you know, figure out where we wanted to go with this. Uh, we did point out the fact that as you go down this list, a lot of the things next to it say TV series. Marvel yeah. seems to be shuffling over to that TV series kind of thing. And you said it because it's it's not really a TV series. It's a way to make a, a real long, extended 10 hour movie, yeah, an eight or 10 yeah. hour movie that you're going to sit through because. It's in installments, which that's how our brain processes right. now. No, no three-hour movies anymore. Just thirty-minute installments of this, and we'll add it all up. Yeah, at like the, end. the Netflix series with Daredevil or yeah. Luke Cage. They were one story, but it was over ten or twelve episodes. And if it's a good story, it maintains it. Like yeah. Luke Cage was the best <clears throat> Marvel show they've done, in my opinion. I thought it was a good stories, interesting characters. Even though there wasn't any supervillains, because it's a street-level quote character. Yeah. I still enjoyed that, I think, was the best of the bunch of, you know, even though I'm a huge Punisher fan and those were great. They were great. Luke Cage was the best of those four. Okay. Even yes. though they spiraled in pretty quickly. I See, I'm Punisher and Daredevil, big fan. I haven't seen Luke Cage. I haven't seen uh, Jessica Jones. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Those were, and then the Iron Fist. I never got into any of those. Uh, I've seen the Punisher, John Bernthal. The Punisher. He can be the Punisher for the rest of his life if he wants. He's perfect Absolutely. for the role. And uh, I, the guy that plays Daredevil, phenomenal. I love that. Yeah. I'm a Daredevil fan. I enjoyed it. Um, but see, the thing for me that it, it makes it work is because Marvel's almost figured out a way to always have something out. There's not a period of time where they don't have something out now doing these TV series because these TV series bridge the gap to the movies. Yeah. You're going to get a TV series... And then, oh, we're going to release, you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You're going to get a TV series, and then we're going to release uh, the Marvels. You get a, you know, you I don't get, know what the Marvels is. I saw that. I don't this know what that is too. either. It's like, what is the Marvels? You get a Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, right? Uh, but the one I wanted to get to, it's all the way at the bottom of the list in the Phase Four, and but we've talked about it so many times that mm-hmm. I, I want to get your idea and your impression on it. They're finally announcing that they're going to do a Fantastic Four. Yeah. We're going to get Fantastic Four, which to me is one of the best. I I love Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Fantastic Four fan. Now, over the years, we've seen, you know, different versions of it. We've seen the Chris Evans. Chris Evans, second time in the Marvel was actually his better of the two. But Chris Evans, we saw the... uh, And I like both those movies. I did. I I thought they were both great. Then we get the next one. Michael B. Jordan takes over the Chris Evans role of Johnny Storm. And that was a god-awful movie. It was just a bad movie. I love the characters, but that movie was like, no, no, we're changing them too much. To me, they did exactly what they wanted to do of, they mm-hmm. cast perfect people to be the characters because if the movie yeah. had been good, you've got, at the time they were all, they were known, but they weren't big known. Yeah. You could have made a couple movies with them and really elevated, but the like, like you said, the you story to was to so what bad. They are, and that, that yeah. tried to millennialize them, and now they're young people standing up to the old people. It's yeah. like, no, and then when they put the thing... 
uh, all the rocks are floating around. It's like, no, that's not the thing. And yeah. no, this is not the story. They didn't go to another dimension. It's like, if you're going to tell me the origin story, Iron Man's origin story was what Iron Man's origin story was. Black Black Panther's origin story was what Black Panther's origin story was. This was like, nah, we don't want to do your origin story. We're going to make it different so the young people will like it. It's like, no, no. Young people like good stories as much as old people like good stories. The story's fine where they go into space, they're not protected properly, and they become the Fantastic Four, like the original first movie. I, the, that that Fantastic Four with the number four in it was like, no, this is not the Fantastic Four. You can pretend it is, but it's not working for me. It's like, doesn't it doesn't add up. And the story was terrible. I well, thought it was god awful. It's almost like making Captain America, but he wasn't born in the 40s. He was born in the 80s. Yes. Like the morals were different. The, the right and wrong was so right. concrete back then yes. that Captain America has to be in that time. Or even to, to switch back over, it's like taking the Batman origin story and saying his parents never died. He was just bullied at boarding school and decided he wanted to learn how to fight. And because he learned how to fight, he's like, I'm going to save a city. Yes. It doesn't it's work. Like Man the of same. Steel when yeah. they didn't, when Jonathan Kent doesn't die from a heart attack, and he tells his son, don't save me. I know, well, now you're making the sacrifice. The hero, a hero's story to me is the hero always makes the sacrifice. Which, by the way, we, what makes them a hero. We could do an entire show. Just Brian and I have had an hour and a half long debate on that one scene, but yeah, we won't get I'm not into a big it fan now. Of we have, and that's fine. It is what it is. But <laughs> but what we are both fans of is the Fantastic Four. So oh, when absolutely. You, when, you, when you see this. One like you're obviously we're looking for the first two Fantastic Four movies. We're looking for something along those yes. lines, not the just as good a story. Yeah, Doctor Doom's got to be there. Black Panther was originally a Fantastic Four character. Mm -hmm. He he met Reed Richards because they were both very smart, very scientifically advanced. So I could see Black Panther even being incorporated. Fantastic Four was the first book. It was before Spider Man. It was before everything. That's why. Yeah. Anytime you buy a Fantastic Four comic book, it says World's Greatest Comic Magazine because they were the first. And it's got everything. It's got the woman for the girls who want somebody to identify with. Invisible Woman is great. Reed Richards is very smart. He's a scientist. I was always a fan of The Thing. The mm -hmm. Thing was my because he's this giant monster of a thing, but he's a normal guy with a soft heart. Yeah. And it was like that to me always touched base with me. And then you got the kids with, the Human Torch was a kid. I want the human. I, I wanted to be the Human Torch. Flame on, just take off. Fly. I'm in. Let's do it. And I always felt like the thing. It's like I was this giant kid, <laughs> and everybody assumed I was some sort of a football playing monster. And like, no, 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 I wasn't that at all. So yeah. I, I was the thing. I always was the thing. I'm gonna start calling you the thing. <laughs> uh, for me, though, I've been I, called I, worse. Yeah. <laughs> for, for me, I am looking for the exact. Same. I'm looking for those first two movies. Give me a good story. Like for me, though, and we've. We've talked about it. You have such distinct pictures in your head of what these people are going to look like. Yeah. That it's almost now on Marvel. You've got so many home runs. This one has to be that. Right. Like, we need those exact people to fit it. And it's just, I'm very curious to see well, how. You're right. Because uh, Benedict Cumberbatch looked just like Doctor Strange in the comic books. Robert Downey Jr. looked just like, like Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. Brie Larson looks just like Captain Marvel in the comic books. So these people have to look like those people. Yeah. And when they're special effects, like Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner has always been like a skinny nerd. So Mark Ruffalo doesn't really look like it. But when he's the Hulk, he looks like the Hulk. Yeah. The thing better look like the thing and the torch, even though they did a good job in those first two movies with uh, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. That was a great torch. He better look just as good as that, maybe better. Mm -hmm. And he better fit. they better fit in 
I have a feeling this movie will be a lot like um, this latest Spider-Man movie, that there will be a lot of cameos because oh, yeah. Fantastic Four has connected to everybody. Spider-Man's been in the Fantastic Four. She-Hulk's been in the Fantastic Four. Uh, Wolverine, Hulk, they've all been in the Fantastic Four at some point. Oh, yeah. So it's like all these people can connect to them because Reed Richards is the smartest man supposedly in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Well, and, and that's what you said. You know, there were going to be a lot of cameos. I, I honestly believe that this movie will be a, another version of Civil War, where yeah. they just introduce so many people in Civil War that, that, that it's like, we're going to introduce these guys here, even though it's a standalone, it should be a standalone Captain America movie. It's really more of an extra Avengers right. movie. We're going to introduce these people so that we can branch them out, and when we get to Endgame... In Infinity War, you know who these people are well enough to say, oh, yeah, that person would be a part yeah, of this. Yeah, because if you read a Fantastic Four book, if you've ever read any of their comic books, they're they're not superhero stories necessarily. They're sci-fi stories. They're mm -hmm. always going to another dimension, which fits in with where Marvel's going. Yeah. There's always other people coming to ask them for help. The mm -hmm. Avengers ask them for help. Spider-Man asked them. Everybody comes. If anybody has a problem, they go to Reed Richards because he's the smartest man here. So yeah. so I have a feeling that's what it is. It's opening the door for a lot more people to come in. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody didn't show up in this She-Hulk series from the Fantastic Four. It's possible. I mean, that it, would be it would, yes. a good way to tie them together. It'd be a nice little a, a nice little intro. Yes, I yeah. agree. Uh, but speaking of opening the door, I want to get to, I want to write, like yeah. we're, we were going to talk about our favorite from the past, and obviously we have got to test Brian's comic knowledge. But before <laughs> we do, there was one last one on this list that I read, I read the list through and through, and then it caught my eye, and I went past it and went, wait, 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 what did I just see? Your thoughts on the fact that in the upcoming, they list untitled X-Men movie. Yeah, my, my list is just an untitled mutant-centered movie. Yeah, mine, I have it right. It says uh, <laughs> TBA, but untitled X-Men movie is in the future MCU movies and TV shows. Yeah. So your your thoughts on after all these years of Marvel, they're finally kind of cracking the door open and saying, all right, X-Men, come on, let's get you, get let's you moving. Incorporate you yeah. in with the rest let's, of the, it. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. Okay. I mean... But are you thinking with multiverse of madness? Do we bring Hugh Jackman back? Well, that's what I was Does saying. Pa you, Patrick Stewart's a little old to be doing this. Do again. we get Do we get McAvoy and Fassbender, or do we get new? Because they have no tie to this universe at, at any point right now. I, I think. Do we I get think new? at this point? You get new people. You get new people. I think that in these multiverses, you'll see those people, and then you'll learn they've been in a different multiverse. So, this character lives in this in this universe, but he looks different here. So, like, so what you're you saying know. is, you see Spider-Man No Way Home as the new template. Yeah. We got Stewart, we have McAvoy. Let's get ours, and then like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Right. Spoilers if you haven't seen that movie, and we haven't seen yeah. this. We haven't. We just haven't met these people yet, but yeah. they've been there. But we can. But and then you you have the ability to tie in McAvoy and Stewart in some capacity sure. if you need to, or Ian McKellen. Even be sixteen Wolverine. No, nah, but that that was gonna be my next. That was gonna be my next 14, thing. Fourteen, Mr. Fantastic. Can there be another Wolverine? <clears throat> yeah, you think so? Sure. Why not? If you get the right person, it's the same. When they started Iron Man and they came out with Iron Man 3, and the rumor was that Robert Downey Jr. was done with Iron Man and he wasn't coming back, uh, they said at the time, they said, oh, well, how can you do it without him? And they said, well, they said the same thing about Sean Connery when he was James Bond. Mm -hmm. How can you ever do this without Sean Connery? Yet there's been six other James Bonds since then. I think if you find the right person, then people will go, oh, yeah, he's just as good. Because some people 
hated Roger Moore because they love Sean Connery. So you'll still have people that are like, I hate this guy. Toby Maguire's my Spider-Man. I don't know what this Tom Holland is doing. You know, no, I think that it becomes if you got the right character, right actor. And I think sometimes it has to be, I don't know who this guy is, but he looks like Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, over the years, yeah. they've they've thrown out so many. It's going to be Clint Eastwood's son. It's going to be Taron Edgerton from the Kingsman movies yeah. and all that. And, and if that's what they choose to do, that's what they choose to do. But see, for me, and I would even go past RDJ on this one, I don't know that there's anyone that can be Wolverine other than Hugh Jackman because it's just, it, he's been Wolverine yeah. for 20 plus years. It, it's ingrained in your head. It is like, like we said, you almost, if you if you, they decide to reboot the Marvel movies 20 years from now, it's going to be really hard to do because so many people are going to see Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth as these characters that it's going to be hard to wrap your head around someone else as those characters. So to say, we're going to get a new Wolverine in this movie if that's what they choose to do, it's like, I don't know. Well, but you liked um, Pierce Brosnan as James Bond. Yeah. He was your James Bond. Yes. But you also enjoyed Daniel Craig as James Bond too, didn't you? I did. But I also did it because, like I've said, I view those movies as it's not the same person doing yeah. these missions. It's a moniker. Like, well, like that's what they've done with the multiverse. This isn't that guy. That guy lives in Universe yeah, X. I We're in that. Universe Y now, and this is our Wolverine. And if he tells, if the story's just as good and he's just as good an actor, you, <laughs> you'd still go, okay, you know, people weren't. When Andrew Garfield came in after Tobey Maguire oh, left. Yeah. People went, oh, no, that's not Spider-Man. And it's like, wait, this is, you know, the, that second movie wasn't so terrible. The first one was horrific. Yeah. And now Tom Holland is like, well, wait, he's better than both of those two. This is Spider-Man. To me, if, no, you, I... do, if you do the good good writing, good job, it's it'll work. Well, we've said, we both said that, that Tom Holland was better because Tom Holland looks like what Spider-Man was supposed to be. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield yeah. were 35 years old in high school. <laughs> yes. Tom Holland looks yes. like he could actually be a, you know, a 15-year-old kid. Being Spider-Man, right? And he looks the part, fits the part a lot better. So I, I agree. And again, this is my this is my stubbornness of it's like I you have the guy, you have the right guy. It's just the the question mark of what do you have to do to get that right guy to say, yeah, I'll be him again. That's fine. And, well, and do you want Wolverine to actually? Everybody else is an X-Man, and they're all young people because the X-Men were also kids. Yeah. Uh, okay. Everybody's a young kid except Wolverine. Wolverine's like seventy. Well, Wolverine was alive. According to the movie, Wolverine was alive during the Civil War. Of course, so. and I get that. But <laughs> Hugh Jackman is getting very old now. He's and do it's like old. it's like Tom Cruise is going to do a movie in space. Like, yeah, because he's going to be dead soon. He's got to be weightless because he, his body ain't going to take that much punishment. Yeah. Wolverine's going to have to be in space too. But Hugh Jackman's getting old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, we're excited to see everything that's coming out, and if you can't tell, we're probably going to be talking about it a lot oh, over yeah. the next year. There's a ton of great stuff. We both have nothing else to do but watch these things, so we're going to do it. <laughs> my uh, life is sad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've convinced my wife that binge-watching is a fun thing to do. Uh, <laughs> but My wife just goes in the other room. <laughs> alone time is key. It is key. Uh, we're going to go back, though. We're going to talk about it real quick. Our Your, your movie, or movies, if you choose from the past that are just they're must watches they're on tv they're on a streaming service you're like yeah i gotta put that on and see at least some of it out of the marvel movies yeah uh oh ragnarok ragnarok i i mean i will I'll always sit down through ragnarok uh, i'm looking at my list here uh I, I i don't dislike iron man 2 i will always sit through captain america the first avenger so ragnarok captain america i don't know why I love the first Avenger. It's that origin story 
with the Red Skull. I mm-hmm. really like that one. And the original Guardians of the Galaxy. That always okay. catches me, too. I love Kurt Russell. I didn't know any of those characters. I knew of them, but I wasn't familiar. And the story, James Gunn can tell a really good comic book story. So wait, the first one or the second Guardians of the Galaxy? Either. I okay. like the first one a little better with, uh, no, the second one. Second one was with the ego. Planet. Yeah. Yeah. First one's kind of a setup. But the first one's good. I think the second one I like a little better. So okay. Guardians Volume 2. First Avenger, you're making me pick from ones. I mean, I, I like all the Captain America movies. Yeah. I, I liked all three of them a lot. Uh, the, the new Spider-Man movies are pretty good. I would I would sit and watch probably the second the second one again. Yeah. I haven't seen the third one yet. Uh, but Ragnarok <laughs> is probably the top one. Ragnarok is a great, and that's one that I can I can watch over and over yeah. again. I enjoy it. Like I said, Taika Waititi and what he did in that story was great. Yes. He kind of tapped into Chris Hemsworth's you know how how they wanted to make that movie and it was perfect you got you know th- uh, you got the hulk talking but you also got mark ruffalo and it's know, an absurd battle. situation that they're making fun of absolutely they're clearly making fun of it it's like we're not taking it seriously so like the second one the second thor there was everybody was dour and serious like no 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 yeah. you're a guy with a hammer flying through the air the serious is like you've gone that's gone out the window so let's just have a little fun here yeah, yeah. uh i'm with you thor ragnarok I completely agree mm-hmm. first uh for me, the the originals, the 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 first Iron Man, the first Captain America, I can watch those over yeah. and over again because it really, honestly, if I watch that first Iron Man, I'm like, oh crap, I got to watch all of these movies now because it just sparks that interest <laughs> in me. Um, it's a couple I can omit, but so I, I am with you on that. Doctor Strange, I've seen that movie so many times, I never get bored of it, and I enjoy yeah. it. Maybe a lesser picked one, but for me, I enjoy it just because I really, really, really enjoy watching movies with Paul Rudd. The first Ant Man to me is a yeah. great movie. I love that movie. Second one, yeah. you lost me a little bit and all that. They they decided to go extra comedy with that one. Yeah, but and I'm excited for the third yeah, one. Ant Man's a very out. good movie too. I, I, yeah, the third one interests me too. So I, I do love the new Spider Man movies of all so far. I actually was not a fan of the second one. I like Jake Gyllenhaal usually. I just didn't like that one and how they did it. It was just kind of a weird. See, I like the second story. one better than I like the first one. I enjoyed That's it fine. just because uh, the uh, the bringing in Mysterio and it was he worked for Iron Man and was stealing mm-hmm. his stuff. It's like I thought that was an interesting way to bring that character into the Marvel universe. Like, yeah. okay, that's cool. The first one was just Spider Man being Spider Man and Iron Man wagging his finger at him. But to see, be good. I liked that one because it really was. It was it it showed a perfect image of he really is that much younger than all these guys. He is a kid trying to do what these adults are doing, yeah. and it's him having to prove he can do it, and he really, you know, he has to fight the whole time to do it, but he's also, you know, you, you almost for a minute forget he's super strong and he's a superhero because you remember, oh, wait, no, he's got to get to fifth period. He's very, right. and I liked it for that. It, 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 All these other Spider-Man movies, like I said, we believed that Tobey Maguire could go buy a beer if he wanted to in the first Spider-Man exactly. movie yeah. when he was supposed to be 17. So I like <laughs> it for that. Um, yeah, I mean. And there's other new ones that I would I would like to rewatch. Black Widow I would revisit to yep. see how good it is. Uh, Shang-Chi. I like Shang-Chi. I, I did too, and movie. I would like to watch it again to see if there's stuff I missed. I would watch, I would rewatch Eternals. Yeah. Even though it was a little dry, it's like there's probably stuff in there that I didn't catch, but I'm gonna have to be in yeah, I have to be in the mood. Marvel overwhelms you with stuff. And I, I get to the point sometimes where that's enough, Marvel. Take a day off now. Go sit down, <laughs> do something different. And then there are times when I come then I'll come back to it. It's like, okay, this is great. There's six things I haven't seen, and I can binge like I saw um WandaVision. 
Falcon and the Snowman and Loki all within a month because it's like, yeah, I didn't watch them when they were new because it's like, no, no, this is enough Marvel for me now. Yeah. And then I get, I'm back in the mood and I'll watch all of them at one time. And it's like, and I liked all of them. I think I liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier of best of the three, but that's personal taste. I like that kind of story. And now, but I liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I did like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I liked Agent Carter. Yep. I liked Inhumans, and nobody yeah, else liked Inhumans. Didn't see that, one, nope. that was an interesting. I liked the Inhumans. Again, though, they're secondary characters to the Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 but I'm the same way. Like, I, it almost is like, okay, Marvel, like you said, I, that's enough. I need a little reprieve. So you let them build up. Yeah. And you watch them through. I know you. it took you a while to get into it. I, I loved Loki. I thought what they did with Loki yeah, it was, was good. Great. It wasn't my favorite, no, but it was good. Everybody's got their difference. I was not a huge fan of Hawkeye. Uh, uh, yeah, tremendous. I, I thought it was great. I was not a big fan of the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier one. Yeah, but you know, WandaVision was great, and it was it was something different. And I like it for that. But like I said, Marvel is kind of setting it up where you don't really get a day off because it seems like something new yes. comes out every other week. And then it feels like, well, I'm going to go see the new Spider Man movies. Which six movies and TV shows must I see to understand what's going on? And it's yeah. like, and there you put off people. I yeah, think absolutely. that's where you start losing people. I I wanted to watch Shang Chi. So let's watch Shang-Chi. I got Disney Plus. Let's check it out. And that was the first question my wife had was, what other movies do I need to see to get this? What other do I need to see to understand this? And then through the course of the movie, I would go, oh, oh yeah, I didn't see that. I don't know who this is. Yeah. And then you end up having to pause the movie and explain who the Mandarin is. And then at the end, she hasn't seen Doctor Strange. Who's Wong? What's this guy doing? I will say that Shang-Chi might be one of the only ones, though, where I felt like you almost could watch that movie blind, like yeah. not knowing anything. And there are a couple people like the Mandarin that you, you need a little updating on, and he's even in it. You know, Ben Kingsley makes an appearance in yeah. it. But it is the thing. It was one of the only movies I could think of where you could almost watch it as a standalone and not get super lost. But see, that's where I like the original Iron Man and the original Doctor Strange and even the original Captain America. You came in, <clears throat> excuse me, they were tying in characters, yeah. but you never had that, your wife's leaning over going, who is this? I don't yeah. know what's going on. What is this guy? Because everybody in the audience go, ooh, oh my gosh. I, go, I don't know why everybody's excited about this guy. And that's, you know, when the Mandarin came on the screen, it was Ben Kingsley, I was like, oh, oh, the Mandarin. Like, who is this? What's he doing? I don't understand. Where is he from? And it's like, <laughs> I, I think... There's the other danger you have with it. It's like She-Hulk. Well, who's going to be in it? What do I have to have seen to enjoy this? It's yeah. like that's where I liked the Netflix stuff. The the if you come in and the first and you enjoy it, it's there. Now, say Jessica Jones shows up in the new She-Hulk movie, you'll have to Reference, explain to your wife. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah. Where did she come from? Where is she doing? Oh, I had to do, <laughs> Why I is had, she important? I had to do it when Vincent D'Onofrio walked on screen in uh, at the end of Hawkeye. Yeah. I had to give her. Oh no, this is this guy. He's this and this and <laughs> yeah. You know him from that. You actually know him from the video game we play, like the Spider-Man video game. He's uh, his character's in that. So. But that's the danger you have that Marvel has with tying everything together. It's cool for the fanboys, but if if I want to just go see a movie, and I want to take my wife to see a movie. She's not going to enjoy it because, like, I she she'll go. I'm glad you liked it. I don't know who any of these people are. Well, in order to do it, you almost have to spoil the plot for yourself by like reading online yes. what the movie was about and seeing. Oh, okay, so this person was in it. We got to watch this movie so you know who this guy or, is. Or spend your time whispering. And I hate when I'm watching a movie. Yeah. Anybody that goes with me to a movie knows. No, no, no. Don't talk to me. 
I'm watching this movie. Watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> For at home, you can stop because I can pause it and rewind right. it. And I've done that so many times that both my mother and my wife have like, I get it. You've rewound this six times now. It's like, because you keep talking and I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll come see the movie a second time and I'll explain it afterwards. I I'm also the only person I know who's ever, we, I went on a double date. This is a true story to see For Your Eyes Only. And when you're watching a James Bond movie, if you miss two minutes of a James Bond movie, you don't know what the hell's going on in the last two hours. And they, we, the girls were sitting in the middle, and they're both whispering and giggling about how cute Roger Moore was, which I also don't understand. Until eventually I leaned over to my date and said, if you won't shut up, you're going to have to move. Because <laughs> I want to hear the movie. And her and her girlfriend got up and left and went to the back of the theater where they could giggle and watch Roger Moore and have a good time. I can hear the movie. Now my friend moves next to me. And he, where did the girls go? 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 Until I tell him they're in the back where they can talk. Now, if you won't shut up, you can go back with them. I'm trying to watch this movie. So I want to see a movie. I don't like going to the theater and having to, you know, who's that? He was in this movie and he did this and he did that. And now I've lost five minutes and I don't know what's going on in the one I'm watching now. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to believe that lady married him, folks. <laughs> no, that wasn't no, my no, wife. No, <laughs> that right. lady never dated me again yeah. after that. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Must have been a slob at dinner. Uh, no, this is, yeah. all right. We, we, we've held this off okay. long enough. It's time for it. We're going okay. to stump Brian. I think I did it this okay. time. He's going to get one of them right because even I knew who it was. But, uh, you know, I did this a little quick. But these are people that I think I got you with. Okay. Same as always. Two are DC. One is Marvel. We okay. might switch it up another time. But you got to tell me who the Marvel guy is. Okay. All right. So first one you're going to get. Uh, Trigon. Trigon. Tri Ooh. Oh. Give me all three. I don't know. Trigon, Midnighter, The Beyonder. All right. The Beyonder is definitely a Marvel character. Okay. I believe the Midnighter is a DC character. So that would make Trigon the Marvel, and oh, I want to say he's a Shang-Chi character, but I don't, I, I'm not 100% sure about that, but I think Trigon's your Marvel, the other two are DC. Final answer. Trigon, Trigon, you're saying Trigon's Marvel, Midnighter, and Beyonder are DC? I believe so, yes. I stumped Brian! Oh, which one is Marvel? The, the Beyonder. Really? The Beyonder is Marvel. Uh, midnight. He was in comics for called the Secret War. Oh yeah, the Beyonder. Secret okay, Wars. Yeah. Uh, Midnighter uh, was in Stormwatch. He was one that I I I, I went oh, deep down a rabbit yeah. hole to get. Stormwatch. Nobody and read that. Was got off. Trigon. Now this is the reason I, I have to ask this question. How far did you actually make it into Titans? Oh, not very far. Okay, Teen Tri Titans were Trigon is the bad guy at the end of the first Titans. He's the one that possesses Dick Grayson to make him believe Batman. Is killing oh. all these people. Yeah. Trigon is DC. I thought Trigon was going to be an easy. No, grab see, for you. I, Teen Titans I read, but they were the sidekicks. Yeah, I don't want to be Robin. It's a Robin comic book. Cool, that's great. Where's Batman? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I care about is I stumped Brian. I did not yeah. think this was ever going to happen. I got, <laughs> I got a stump. Now you scared me. Uh, if you go back and listen to this, Brian actually did say first time around that the Beyonder he knows is Marvel, and then you changed your mind. So okay. I thought I didn't have you. I could. I just was picturing Trigun as a a mutant character Trigun. for some reason. The Tri threw me off. Trigun looks like Tim Curry as the devil in that stupid Tom Cruise movie he made uh, years and years ago. Trigun's just yeah. a big devil. That's why he fought the Teen Titans because nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And well, the Beyonder I should have known because I just read Secret Wars. 
not that long ago. Well, all I know is I'm 50% on this. Going to improve <laughs> on that. Uh, that's our Marvel and show. I'm going to read more comic books so I know more people. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to start really working on this. I'm going to have to start doing some serious deep diving. You know that guy who was in one comic 27 years ago in that <laughs> yeah, third page? It's his first appearance. That's that's who I'm looking for at this point. So uh, I'm going to probably start needing some help. I'm going to have to start making some phone calls. Uh, that's <laughs> This has been You've Been Watching. You'll call me. Yeah, call me. <laughs> hey, Brian, tell me about a comic book character I can stump you with. That's going to work. Like I said, this is You've Been Watching. He's Brian Morton. I'm Eric Dorsch. Thanks for listening, everybody. 